Welcome to the Mondo Neon Show. Argon, Neon, Helium, Xenon, Krypton. Transform and roll out. Podcast listeners, it's Max at Mondo Neon, and I'm with Holly uh, from Battleborn uh, Pens. Hi. Hey, how are you? <laughs> Good, how are you? Good. Uh, so really uh, exciting work that you do. Um, you make vintage uh, pens, but also sort of a modern take and modern spin on some really interesting Vegas neon sign landmarks. And yes. so uh, where did, you know, kind of where did you enter the, the pin world? And I guess I suppose a neon as well. Yeah. So um, it started out with just making pins that I wanted to wear myself. Um, I think one of the, one of the first ones I designed was actually the Huntridge theater, which is in downtown Vegas. It was the first uh, desegregated uh, movie theater in Vegas and it's just boarded up and closed now, but it's like this, you know, it used to be this old um, concert venue that I would go to when I was in high school. And, uh, everyone I know just like loves this. It's this amazing, massive sign that says Huntridge at the top. And so I just wanted to represent that. It's kind of like my neighborhood sign. So I, I made that and everyone loved it. So then I started looking into uh, what other icons from my hometown and from these, you know, streets I grew up on. I went to high school right downtown, like just a few blocks from Fremont street. So I wanted to find other things that I just wanted to represent uh, to kind of show some hometown pride, I guess. Yeah, and then the awareness is really cool. Like you um, obviously know your history. You, you often put like oftentimes what I like about your site is that you'll, you'll even give people like, um, I don't know, like the circus circus sign. You'll like when it was made and, and what the various sort of attractions, you know, were going on at the time, whether historical or, you know, within like, uh, you know, the framework of when the sign was around, which is, pretty cool like if you weren't really into signs i suppose you could get kind of a taste of what was going on at the time and it's cool like you you have do you ever kind of look after certain signs and wonder like oh could i do a pen or, or how like what's your process to kind of pick what signs to do because there's so many yeah and part of learning about the history of the signs and the properties is part of the fun of it for me um because i'm still there's so much to know about them so i'm still learning myself um yeah. and but how I choose them is I just, yeah, I kind of just decide like what do a lot of people have uh, nostalgia for in this town? And so then I'll find those things that either I know from my past or a lot of people, I'll hear people talk about, you know, oh, I remember going to that property before it was imploded, you know, <laughs> and then, uh, and so then I'll, I kind of go off of that because, you know, I was pretty young um, when a lot of these properties were demolished. So um, it, I like to be able to you know, uh, give people what they want, basically. <laughs> uh, <laughs> which, you know, is very vague, which is a very Vegas thing to say, but it, wor- totally. it makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, whatever you want, we'll be happy here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like they live on in some weird way. You're able to like resurrect them in a different way as opposed to like, say, a photograph or mm-hmm. I don't know, like, uh, yes, yeah, someone's old sort of war stories, like within all that, like I... I learned that, uh, you know, the circus circus sign, like it was, you know, famous. There was like a featurette in the 71 James Bond film, like diamonds. Mm. Are so I wasn't really making all those connections, but there's like this really, uh, kind of like interesting framework where, mm-hmm. um, 
yeah, you, you've kind of given, I guess there's like the pin culture too, um, mm-hmm. because it's so accessible. Have you ever thought like, is it easy for people to kind of just come up and be like, oh yeah, I'll try one of those as opposed to like, I don't know, like an actual neon sign, like it's a completely different conversation, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's true. And I think the, the interesting phenomenon that I've seen with people's interest in the the pins is they've, it's like they found a way to, like I said, show some like hometown pride. Um, so Vegas is like a very transient town. Uh, I remember growing up here and st- I mean, still today, like if you find someone who was born and raised here, it's, it feels like finding a unicorn. Like it's very rare. So, uh, and I know there's a lot of towns like that, like New York's probably the same way, you know? Um, yeah. but so, uh, no one really has an idea of what their hometown is. And so, but now I'm seeing a lot of people who are born here, raised here because the, the town is growing so much. And then they're starting to stay here. Whereas before, like when I grew up, you know, everyone, everyone moved away when they went to college. Now people are starting to stay here and they want to show their hometown pride and people are using the pins as a way to show like where they're from or if they do move away they'll buy I'll get I'll get pin orders from like Russia and wow. you know England I send a lot to England like like people who have moved away and want to show where they're from something from their hometown uh, and and this these signs have become a symbol of their hometown which is so interesting because the signs are some it's completely bizarre like you said the circus circus sign like it's a giant clown it's 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 surreal like if you see it in real life it's like i don't know how many stories tall it is but it is just a big giant clown on the side of the road and that's a symbol of your hometown you know it's it's bizarre but but that's vegas you know <laughs> but it's like acceptable because it's vegas i do think that there's like a, a lot of shared experiences like you said it's like if you are a traveler and you've come there you do want to take a piece of it with you and i think a pin mm-hmm. is like a really cool way to commemorate like a trip right like mm. it's like you know, like instead of buying the souvenir cup and like, oh God, now I gotta look this cup around. It's like, you get to wear it out and it's small enough to like contain within like your natural wear. <laughs> right, right. And now there's, I carry in my shop these, um, they're called Corkies and the girl who invented them lives here in Vegas. And it's basically like this magnet that you stick on the back of your pins so and it turns all your pins into like refrigerator magnets. Oh, so. Wow. Yeah, so they're like super. Yeah, so they're flexible. They're they're cool. They're tiny, so it's like a not a lot of commitment. You know, they're cheap, uh, and so they're easily like collectible. Like that's a thing now. You know, it's like having these collections. Um, so yeah, well, it's like the collector's mentality. Like I think also like anything eccentric, but like even neon signs. Like I'm fascinated by people that have like I have a hundred neon signs, and I'm always like, wow, that's incredible. Like what? <laughs> <laughs> obviously, like, you're gonna have to, obviously you're gonna have to elaborate on that more when you're at a cocktail party yeah. and you're like hey yeah. what is that about you know yeah yeah uh, it's, it's a it's an interesting culture because there are collectors and there's like people who like things and I think they're in completely different groups <laughs> mm, oh yeah so it turned out I married a collector and I didn't know before we got <laughs> married and so yeah I know what you mean by like oh yeah it's a, it's a different it's a mentality I think like yeah it's it's not thing. it's not hoarding but there is like a weird element of that <laughs> uh, totally yeah and so I have people now who you know every time I 
I come out with a new sign uh, pin, you know, they've got to have it because they have to have it, you know, for the, to complete their collection, which is something I never would have thought, I, you know, I would be involved in. Yeah. It's <laughs> facilitating like the, the, facilitating the, 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 the addiction, right? Yeah. yeah. The addiction. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's weird because like, um, you know, people don't always wear the same pin every day too. Like, I think it's one of those things where, at least from what I've understood is that you probably get comments about a pin and like anything else, you're like, Oh, this doesn't go with this outfit. And you can sort mm. of segue into, I guess, fashion in some weird way. It's like an extension of what you have uh -oh. on, which yeah. I never really thought about, but uh, admittedly it like makes sense. Cause you're like, Oh, this watch doesn't go with this shirt. Right. Like that makes sense. But like in the pin way, it's like, yeah, I could, I can also see that as well. <laughs> you know, like, yeah you know it's um, true yeah i have like some pins that just live on certain jackets that that never get changed out because they just go with the jacket i also <laughs> try to never leave the house without like a little nevada pin um interesting. and i i love giving them away like anytime anyone if i'm out in public and someone comments and says oh i love your pin i will just i just give it to them because i'm just like you know, I'm just like trying to spread the love and the joy of like Vegas and the enamel pin, just basically trying to get more people addicted. You know? Yeah. Well, that's the truth is that you're exposing them, but they're also acknowledging you and what a cool way it is to like, I mean, what kind of conversation can you just say like, Oh, I like that neon sign and somebody takes off the wall and gives it to you like that never happens. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? like that, yeah. It's just impossible. And uh, uh -huh. for many reasons, but like with a pen, it's like, it's an easy way to, to sort of express that that notion yeah. of like, do this too you know what i mean <laughs> right and anytime i travel i try to take a handful of pins and then like and like give them out to people as like a little gift you know like someone if we meet someone while we're traveling and they're really nice to us we give them a pin you know um and it <laughs> happened when we were traveling in in japan i brought like all these little cat pins and you know so i'd pass them out and they would say like oh they're so you know kawaii they're so cute and then um immediately they would try to give us something back like we would get like free drinks we got free stuff like we couldn't we were like oh the people in japan are so you know so nice they're just giving us all this free stuff and then at the end of the trip we found out that um the japanese like part of their culture i guess is if someone gives you something you like have to give them something back <laughs> yeah. yeah it's a cultural like stigma it's true it's actually i've heard the same thing which is really? weird because like it's not yeah only because i i was around some business related issues around Japan. Um, um, but yeah, they're, they're very much, and they're very generous people by nature. Yeah. Oh, but, absolutely. But yeah, it's almost seen as like, if you, if somebody gives you something, you, you then have to, uh, react <laughs> accordingly and we didn't know we because then and then we felt terrible about it. <laughs> yeah and you're like we're guilting everything to give us all this yes. free stuff which you know and it is it's funny how culturally like giving something is different in each culture it's very true just goes yeah. to show you um yeah. yeah just the pin and again like uh are there any pins that sort of stick out for you like when you sort of are making things like uh you know personal designs because you do kind of mm -hmm. have a different it's not just signs that you you, you do as well yeah I've, yeah I've, I've branched out to a bunch of different um yeah, styles and things with the pins but the thing that brings me the most joy is when i can make one that um animates in some way like i did the vegas vic and the vegas vicky and like um her arm or his arm waves and her her leg kicks Oh, wow. um and that's just it just brings people so much joy when they see they're like oh this you know vegas vic is famous for having this waving arm saying howdy partner and then you know the pin actually moves too you know and then it's like oh you know um the it's like staying as 
even more true to the form, you know, in a way and, and paying homage to it. Mm -hmm. I think so too, is like, it just animation. I think about that in Neon too. It's like people, if you animate something, there's so much more of an impact, you know, it goes for like yeah. images and, uh, you know, lights and stuff like that. There's, there's such a like, I don't know if it's just the way that we're built, but yeah, I mean, mm -hmm. I can only imagine like people seeing a moving pen. It's not like commonplace, right? Right. Yeah. Cause it's much harder to, cause they're so small, they're so tiny. And so it's, it can be really difficult. Like the Vegas Vic one, I kept getting, it back and his arm would just flop over like you know all it would spin all the way around like a clock and I'm like no 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 like, <laughs> so we had to, like come up with a way to fix it but it's true like uh yeah it's very common in neon science to see like some sort of animation and it's and just bringing that life to something because it makes it almost seem like the the object is like clever in a way or like mm -hmm. um you know uh you know, thinking about what it like brings it to life in a way that like you can love like a robot, you know, like you could love a sign yeah. it's like talking to you a little bit more. I don't know. Right. It's like but a yeah. deeper level of communication, I think. Yeah. It's like easy, easier to anthropomorphize something that's like trying to communicate to you, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I think so too. I think it, well, I think it's just, uh, yeah. I mean, that's one of the features of Neon too, that people can use and they, they kind of easily built that into it as time went on. You know, I don't think obviously it wasn't yeah. originally part of that, but right. You know, I think as they learned, they were like, Hey, what are more <laughs> engaging ways we can pull people into this? this yeah. And, uh, that's cool. I think, you know, with this, even with, I think of like, um, size too, like there's like smaller pins that are like, or even like you said, indicated a certain affiliation, like an organization mm -hmm. or a cause you can mm -hmm. play into such like different mind games, like political or sports teams or like a school. I mean, it just, it seems, mm -hmm. empty, you know? Yeah. Yeah. They, yeah, they can symbolize, um, so many things. And even with like, um, like I think even too, like if you go back and look even like the sixties and seventies, like there's a lot of, you know, a lot of meaning behind a lot of those pens. You know, if you really go back and look at that stuff, you know, not that that has to be like the, the, the yeah. Bench, but that's just interesting to see what eras of pen, like there's different, there's different movements in pen culture. Right. Know? Yeah. So sometimes I'll find, um, I'll, I'll sell, I'll resell uh, vintage pens that I find and I'll, I'll go, look for you know just big um, bulk batches of pins that I can just buy off the internet no idea what they are and I get them and uh, but yeah you can kind of see how culture has changed through time like through these what people wanted to wear and like say on their clothes you know and sometimes I'll get pins and they're like you know misogynist <laughs> like racist <laughs> like you know throw these away like can't resell these. <laughs> <laughs> well weirdly there's like probably a group of people that actually do like get off on you know just having all that random stuff yeah you know? yeah yeah um more of a reflection too of like what pop culture is doing is like you know there's even now we have like such a fast way to reflect on what's going on even with social media I think mm. Instagram is how has Instagram, you know, maybe brought you guys together or like, is there ways that like, is the pin culture, uh, you know, been changed by that at all? Yeah. I, I don't think my business would exist without Instagram to be honest um, because it makes it so easy for people to find, uh, you know, really niche things that they're interested in. Like, you know, the internet does that for people, but Instagram too. Um, and uh and it's been fun. I've been doing it for enough years that I've seen kind of the boom of the enamel pin industry. Um, and then seeing, 
you know, seeing hundreds and hundreds of brands pop up, you know, pin makers, um, and seeing who has like survived the rush, you know, uh, and who's still around, who's still making pins, who, what, what designers are, have, you know, enough of a following or a classic good enough designs, you know, that, that stands the test of time. Um, so it's, it's been really interesting to watch. I think so. The, the way that, um, you know, you just brought that up, like with everybody looking for something new to do, like something, something old is new. I feel like mm-hmm. with pens, you know, like mm-hmm. we've kind of, kind of reached a boiling point with technology and it's obviously going to get more and more, but you know, more wide as far as things mm-hmm. go. But there's also a moment in time where I think even with neon, it's like, we, we kind of realize that there's different things that really mean something. Like if you go back and look at how things are made and, um, I guess just the reflection on like, uh, yeah, these like really kind of man-made things. I mean, though obviously they're made by like machines and stamped and whatnot. And there's probably elements to neon that are very, <laughs> you know, quote unquote, like, you know, mass produced. I mean, you look at some of the transformers yeah. and components and stuff, but you know, there's still something very human about wearing something and having it on. I mean, it feels very, um, I don't know if that's just me taking it too far, but I think there's a, a moment in time where you're like, Oh, somebody, kind of had to do something with this little thing and, you know, create it and produce it and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, yeah, I'm more drawn personally to pins that look like a little piece of artwork that look maybe a little bit more like not perfect or handmade, you know, some design that was obviously something in someone's sketchbook that they then just converted into a pin. Um, Cause I come from an, you know, painting and art background. So I appreciate the skill involved in, in, you know, illustration and all that. Uh, so, so I know what you mean. Yeah. And this so too is like, when you talk about illustration, I think of largely companies in the eighties and nineties, right? The eighties was a huge movement in pins and I guess just like gadgets and trinkets, you know, like things that mm-hmm. were absolutely big fans of those um, time periods, like while well, a generation for the most part, you know, you can't afford like fancy paintings and like big artwork and like, you know, all these really cool you know, expensive items, you know, you could get a pin though, if you went to the mall and you, you could get a, a, you know, you know, a slap bracelet. I don't know. Like there was <laughs> things that, you know, when I think of the communities that were sharing these things, you know, especially it, there is like a, a, like a pop culture, time mm-hmm. period, you know, like a surprise to that. Like, Oh, I could, I could totally see myself picking one of those up as a, as a kid. So you kind of can visualize what it's like to, yeah you know, be your own person. Like, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to wear this brand and I'm going to, you know, build my, you know, I'm going to pick that because it means this to me, you know, it seems very personal. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see if pins become the slap bracelets of the 2000s. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's weird because like we do think of, you know, like I think kids nowadays and they're just very much like captivated by what's online and, and, you know, you look at it, but there is like a, a return to form you know, people are more aware that, you know, it's obviously very costly to go and buy something very expensive, but feeling connected to like an artist or someone, you know, personally and finding out that they have some sort of really cool story that goes along with Mm it with Instagram and you have your account. It feels like you can even, even if you're to support certain artists, it feels now that you can actually do that where your money is going to and what it's supporting, meaning like the story behind one of your pins, you can now directly support um, do you ever get like messages from people that were like, you know, reaching out to you about certain things? Like when they picked it up, they send you photos of what they're doing with the pen. 
Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and I feel the same way about when I buy pins. Um, I feel like I'm supporting an artist that I have like grown a relationship with because I've watched their style change as I, you know, as I see their pins come out. Uh, and I get, I get messages all the time about, um, I had one person got a tattoo of one of my pin designs. Oh, wow. That's uh, dedication. Yeah. That blew my mind. She got the, I have the like little three little ghosts. Um, I made like a Halloween pin oh. of these ghosts and she, yeah, she sent me a picture of it. She had it tattooed on herself. I was like, Whoa, that uh-huh. is, that is, the, that has never happened before. <laughs> yeah. It's like with any of my paintings or anything. Nope. <laughs> it's the ultimate commemoration. And when you buy yeah. a pin too, like for yourself, like you, you can, uh, like kind of turning that thought into a memory. That's like, that's the real, like kind of, there's no going back, right? Like, you know, I've got this thing and, <laughs> yeah, you know, essentially it's too, is that not, it's not just like the culture of pins, but it's like the, the kind of the you culture, like capture, I think it captures, I do think it's happening right now where um, you have all these different people coming together and they're able to, you know, kind of really represent themselves. You know, if you think about it, it makes sense. You know, there's, always been like a strong individual presence about art, you know, and now people can kind of take that and make, make a connection with it. Whereas before it seemed, you know, like largely bigger brands, you know, doing what they can to like kind of corner the market. I feel like um, a lot of these makers now have the ability to be their own business where they don't need to ask permission to like create and press up pens, you know? Yeah. That was something that um, I had always thought was like a barrier to entry was uh like how do I how do I get something made you know uh but then once I figured out I can get anything made (laughs) it really opened up like you know my imagination was like oh like the sky's the limit like I can get anything made um and that really was encouraging for me as an artist and it's a nice way to switch things up too is that you can you know you can make one piece and the next time do something different it doesn't feel so like oh god I'm, I'm investing like so much time and energy into you know not that it doesn't take effort and you know talent but you know i mean you're not like making probably massive commitments like you would in the past where you have to order like probably like millions of pieces you know what i mean Mm -hmm. yeah and and i've grown like a good relationship with my um uh pin manufacturer his name's simon uh and he's great and so to where we can kind of you know i can get things you know exactly how I want them and he'll let me do like really small batches if I want to like test something out you know um and he'll make samples for me so uh yeah it's been it's been a, it's been a great process to work with yeah it's cool and are you like if people are like listening right now and they're like hey I really want to go and pick one of these up where can, what's the best way to, to do that uh to pick up one of my pins you can go to battleborn.shop and um that's so funny. I say it out loud and then I'm like, do you ever say someone's name out loud? And you're like, that's not their name, um, <laughs> but it is their name. Yeah. yeah. Um, You're good. <laughs> so yeah. Okay. I'm sorry. Um, you yeah. can pick up my pins at battleborn.shop. Um, I also have an Etsy account. It's battleborn on Etsy. Uh, yeah. That's cool. And also your Instagram too. We'll put a link in that in the show notes so you can you know, check out uh, Holly's work and, uh, I mean, largely it's very exciting. I mean, there's a lot of really cool um, illustrative type, you know, approaches to neon signs. And I, I really, you know, I think what you're doing is really great. I think we constantly need more people making neon related stuff to get people excited. And, you know, just to, as a direct way to, you know, not only just make something cool, but, you know, 
um, putting something back into, you know, the mix. So um, thanks for being on the show and I appreciate your time. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. All neon, all the time, everywhere, forever is my motto. So <laughs> yeah, I definitely agree. Thank you. Thank you for having me. This is great. Hey guys, hope you enjoyed that show. If you haven't done so, please leave us a review on your podcast aggregator of choice. We have a lot of great neon guests coming up. And as always, thanks for listening. Thank you.